jayo radha madhava kunja bihari jay gopijana balabha girivardhari jayo gopijana balabha girivardhari Yashodanandana Brajjana Ranjana Yashodanandana Brajjana Ranjana Jamunatira Banachari Jamuna tira banchari Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Oh. 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, 
राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे जायो गोरनिताय 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 जय गोरनिताय जायो जगन्नाथ जगन्नाथा बलदेव जय श्री सुभद्रा जयो राधा बलब राधा बलब श्री राधे जयो राधा बलब राधा बलब श्री राधे जयो जय प्रभु पाद प्रभु प्रभु पाद जय जय प्रभु ंदे All glories to assembled devotees. All glories to assembled devotees. All glories to assembled devotees. All glories to Shri Shri Guru and Goranga. All glories to Shri La Prabhupada. Shri La Prabhupada ki jai. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाया 
Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 6, Verse number 19. Nahi Achyutam Priyato Nahi Achyutam Priyato Bhavayaso Suratmaja Bhavayaso Suratmaja Atmatvat Sarva Bhutanam Atmatvat Sarva Bhutanam Siddhatvat Iha Sarvataha Siddhatvat Iha Sarvataha Nahi Achyutam Priniyato Bahu Ayasa Suratmajaha Atmavat Sarva Bhutanam Siddhat Vat Iha Sarvataha Nahi Achyutam Priniyato Achyutam, the infallible Supreme Personality of Godhead. Pranayataha, satisfying. Bahu, much. Ayasaha, endeavor. Asura Atmaja, O sons of demons. Atmatvat, because of being intimately related as the Super Soul. Sarva Bhutanam of all living entities. Sarva 
सिद्धत्वात बिकॉज ऑफ बीइंग एस्टैब्लिश्ड यह इन दिस वर्ल्ड सर्वतः इन ऑल डायरेक्शंस इन ऑल टाइम्स एंड फ्रॉम ऑल एंगल्स ऑफ विजन ट्रांसलेशन माय डियर सन्स ऑफ डीमंस द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड नारायण इज द ओरिजिनल सुपर सोल द फादर ऑफ ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज कॉन्सिक्वेंटली देर आर नो इम्पेडिमेंट्स टू प्लीजिंग हिम और वर्शिपिंग हिम अंडर एनी कंडीशन whether one be a child or an old man the relationship between the living entities and the supreme personality of godhead is always a fact and therefore there is no difficulty in pleasing the lord can you repeat the translation my dear sons of demons the supreme personality of godhead narayan is the original super soul the father of all living entities consequently there are no impediments to pleasing him or worshiping him under any conditions whether one be a child or an old man the relationship between the living entities and the supreme personality of godhead is always a fact and therefore there is no difficulty in pleasing the lord purport by shila prabhupada shila prabhupada ki ja one may ask one is certainly very attached to family life but if one gives up family life to be attached to the service of the lord one must undergo the same endeavor and trouble therefore what is the benefit of taking the trouble to engage in service of the lord this is not a valid objection The Lord asserts in Bhagavad Gita 14.4 Sarva yoni shukantaya murtaya sambhavantiya tasam brahma mahad yonir aham bija pradhapita It should be understood that all species of life o son of kunti are made possible by birth in this material nature and that I am the seed giving father The supreme lord Narayan is the seed giving father of all living entities because the living entities are part and parcel of the supreme lord amayavamsha jeevabhuta as there is no difficulty in establishing the intimate relationship between a father and son there is no difficulty in reestablishing the natural intimate relationship between narayan and the living entities swalpam api asya dharmasya trayata mahato bhayat if one performs even very slight devotional service Narayan is always ready to save one from the greatest danger. The definite example is Ajamil. Ajamil separated himself from the supreme personality of Godhead by performing many sinful activities and was condemned by Yamaraj to be very severely punished. But because at the time of death he chanted the names of Narayan, although he was calling not for the supreme lord Narayan but for his son named Narayan, he was saved from the hands of yamaraj therefore pleasing narayan does not require as much endeavor as pleasing one's family community and nation we have seen important political leaders killed for a slight discrepancy in their behavior therefore pleasing pleasing one's society family community 
and nation is extremely difficult. Pleasing Narayan, however, is not at all difficult. It is very easy. One's duty is to revive one's relationship with Narayan. A slight endeavor in this direction will make the attempt successful. Whereas, one will never be successful in pleasing his so-called family, society and nation. Even if one endeavors to sacrifice his life, the simple endeavor involved in devotional service of Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, hearing and chanting the holy names of the Lord, can make one successful in pleasing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has therefore bestowed his blessings by saying, Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. All glories to Sri Krishna Sankirtan. If one wants to derive the actual benefit from this human life, human form, he must take to the chanting of the holy names of the Lord. Om Jnana Timirandasya Jnana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasma Shri Guru Venamaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Mandeham Shri Guru Shri Yudhapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamsya Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dena Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpataru Bhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhyavacha Patita Nama Pavane Bhyavaishnave Bhyavanamonamaha Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namamishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shreemata Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gaurvani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunnevadi Paschata Deshatarine Hare Krishna Seeking the blessings of Sr. Vaishnavas Before speaking on this topic which is beyond my realization Prahlad Maharaj's instructions We are in the stage where Prahlad is continuing to instruct his, his classmates, his demoniac classmates, or at least they may not be demoniac, but they're born in the family of demons. From the way they have received the instructions, they don't appear demoniac. They, have, they appear saintly in the association of Prahlad, but they are sons of the demons, uh, as was Prahlad. So here, this particular verse, brings out the harsh reality of material existence, whether people are dealing with their families, community, nation, society. The harsh reality is that it's very hard to please people. It's very, it's very hard to please others. It's very difficult to please others. Um, and wherever we see the relationship is based on material transaction, the relationship is completely based on satisfying each other's senses, 
it is almost impossible or practically impossible to please the other person or a group of people. Why? Because someone's senses will not be satisfied by our action. And as soon as that happens, like a serpent, uh, you'll be bitten. Uh, we see in so many, so many families, Prabhupada gives the example of great political leaders. In his lecture, he's talking about Mahatma Gandhi, John F. Kennedy, how, how just by, just by um, few people not agreeing with them and serving the nation, at least in terms, I don't know the history of John F. Kennedy, but for Mahatma Gandhi, we know a lot of sacrifice uh, he has made. But few people who did not agree to his, his ways of, of dealing, uh, even Prabhupada didn't agree in many occasions, and he, he really chastised or spoke very heavy about Mahatma Gandhi. But you don't go and kill <laughs> a person because you don't agree. But some people did. Um, uh, there, were, there are issues which are still debatable whether it was right or not for him to act the way he did. But some people decided to just go and kill. Uh, same happened with John F. Kennedy, and same happened. I was just, I just, just before coming, I just, I thought I'll just search how many such leaders have been assassinated, and the list was so big I just closed it. <laughs> I just, I was going through the list from last century or so. It was such a huge list. Um, I thought it's impossible to even note three, four names down, so I just didn't bother. But practically every nation, every society. Every community, you see huge number, huge number uh, of leaders or kings, at least because it went back a few hundred years. A kings being assassinated. Why? Because some people don't agree to their ways. And if you go to the root problem, the root of this issue is materially, you just cannot satisfy anyone. Now, what to speak of these political leaders, even, even with families, even, you know, Srila Prabhupada, Whole life he was working, he was not that whatever money he was making, he was throwing to the temple. He was maintaining his family. But the day he decided, no, I want to take spiritual life more serious, he was already spiritually very serious, but take tangible, visible steps, just fight. There was a constant battle uh, where Prabhupada's hard work in his Bhagavad Gita's manuscript was sold or, or bartered for tea. Um, but see, look at Srila Prabhupada's example, even though his own son and wife were against him, especially the elder son who even filed a lawsuit against Iskon, who was battling, who was so against his own father, Srila Prabhupada, even after departing, Srila Prabhupada told his disciples to please take care of his wife and maintain to, with some financial stability so that uh, she survives peacefully still not satisfied, still still he, he was a villain in their life, still, you know. So, what materially you just can't do it, it's just not going to happen. And, um, but, but here the verse is completely opposite to that. Here Prahlad Maharaj is instructing his, his friends that it's very easy to please the Supreme Lord. Vishwana Chakithakur makes a very simple point in his, in his purport to this verse. He says, why it is so pleased, easy to please the Supreme Lord and not others is because He is very close to you. He says He is just residing within you. So you don't get fatigued, you don't get tired 
in going out and working very hard to please. Because he's just within you, there is no fatigue, you don't get tired because he's within you, you just, you just, Vishnu Chakra Thakur says that you can even in your mind say, my dear Lord, I want to please you and he's pleased. Just by that thought. Then what to speak of if one starts uh, working on the platform of, um, of hearing and chanting. If, what to speak of someone who seriously takes to the process of sadhana bhakti? What to speak of someone who dedicates their life in serving the Supreme Lord? We hear the very classic, very famous example of, of Lord Ram and his interaction with vision. These acharyas say that there was so much hard work Ravana had to go through to gain the blessings of Lord Shiva and he gained finally that golden Lanka, the palace. He had to cut his head ten times and offer as oblation to please the Lord. And then Lord Shiva came and got very pleased with him and then granted him, okay, you ask what you want. And he wanted this golden Lanka, this whole palace of gold, this whole city practically. But then when Vibhishan came, after being kicked out by Ravan, because he was trying to give some good advice to Ravan, when Vibhishan came to Lord Ram's camp, and Vibhishan just came and entered and said, My dear Lord, I want to take your shelter. Please accept me. Lord Ram, by his words, that moment itself called him King of Lanka. Lankesh. Lankesh means King of Lanka. And when Acharyas, they recall this pastime, they say, how, how merciful is this personality? How merciful is the Supreme Lord that just by verbally saying, My dear Lord, I want to take shelter, you gave him exactly the same benediction which Lord Shiva gave Ravana after cutting his head ten times. How easy it is to please you. Even though it is very, very easy to please the Supreme Lord just by having a genuine desire, it is almost in contrast as much difficult to cheat him also. <laughs> It's very easy to please the Supreme Lord, but it's very, very hard or practically impossible to cheat the Supreme Lord. Why? Because in Bhagavad Gita he says, I am the greatest cheater. You just can't bluff him that, oh, now I'm saying I'm yours. Uh, from now on, I'm your servant. And, and, and we go our way and still expect the same result. That will not work. But if sincerely or genuinely someone actually feels it, then the Lord goes out of his way to, to assist, to bring that devotee back on track. And we, we hear and we see so many such pastimes. And a classic example is given here of Ajamil. He was not even sincerely desiring to please the Supreme Lord. Just because of his previous devotional some credit, he just happened to name his son Narayan. And just that activity pleased the Supreme Lord. And Vishnu Dutas came, and the interaction between Vishnu Dutas and the Yamadutas was such a transformational dialogue he heard that there was a change for good. And the result was in few years after that, he went back home, back to Godhead. If you tell, if you tell any person who is following strict austerities of religion, if someone who is really going through the hardships of very rigorous religious life, and if you tell this pastime of Ajamil, they will not even believe it. That this person at the time of death just called out to his son named Narayan 
And all the sinful activities which you can, you can even imagine were eradicated, were removed. And that's why in the pastimes of Haridas Thakur, when he was in, in the meeting discussing the glories of the holy name, this Brahman boy just couldn't handle that just by shadow of holy name liberation is given. That is enough. Just by Nama Bhas, Mukti is given. And he just got up and was, was, he started insulting Haridas Thakur. That what are you talking? Hmm? How can liberation, which has been sought after by great jnanis and yogis, and so much hard work, so much endeavor they do, this in the, in the, in the heat of summer, they sit in the circle of fire, these yogis, and they try to meditate. And these jnanis, they take sannyas, they leave their families, their life, their complete practical exchange with the material world, and they, and they work so hard to gain insight to the absolute truth. How do you say just by shadow of holy name you get the same result? And Haridas Sakur said, yes, it's possible. That's the power of the holy name of the Lord, because it's non-different from the Supreme Lord. And then this, this arrogant Brahmana told Haridas Thakur, if this statement is not true, your nose will fall off. And as soon as he said that, everyone, all the devotees in the assembly felt, now this is insult to Haridas. And they started requesting and begging him, please forgive us. That we don't want to be part of insult committed to you. We don't want to be part of the group who heard your insult. Please forgive, please forgive. Haridas Thakur didn't say much, he just walked off. And in, within 48 hours, this Brahmana got leprosy and his nose fell. And everyone knew that Namabhas, just by mere shadow of the holy name, liberation is granted. Uh, now, such a result is given by, by someone just chanting the holy names and trying to avoid offenses. Trying to, they haven't avoided yet. They're just trying to avoid offenses. So, as devotees, when we look up, look up to these pastimes, or we, when we hear these pastimes, it, it, uh, in one corner of our heart, it brings doubt also. Is it really going to happen? We like the process. We like prasadam. We like devotees. But is it that simple? Is it that easy? Um, Srila Prabhupada. In his lecture, he says, yes, it is very easy. It is very easy. Why? Because Prabhupada makes a very interesting point. He uses the word Atmatvat. Atmatvat. Let's see, read the translation. This word Atmatvat, it means because of being intimately related as the Super Soul. So the Supreme Lord is very intimately related to all the living entities for eternity, but due to some circumstances, we as living entities have separated from Him. We have separated from Him. Srila Prabhupada says that there are people who want to kill God. How they want to kill God? There are demons like Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksha who wants to physically also kill God. But there are atheistic demons who also wants to kill God. When, when four types of people who does not come to Krishna in Bhagavad Gita, the, the fourth one, which is the professed atheist, uh, the Mudo, uh, Naradama, Maya, Aparita, Jnana, Asurimbhav, the Asuris, those who are atheists, 
they are the people who are very clear in the agenda that they want to kill the existence, the name of God from society. And they're working very hard for it. Prabhupada says there are people who want to kill God still. He as super soul provides them all the guidance. He is always with them and he never leaves them. Now imagine, Prabhupada didn't say, but I was just, when I read that in his lecture transcript, I was thinking, imagine, you know, there are there is a partner. Their part, husband, wife is there or girlfriend, boyfriend or some very intimate best friends are there and they take a vow, we will never leave each other. Uh, but then they find out that the other person is trying to kill them or plot against them. Hmm? You can't even stand that person for a minute. You will leave that relationship altogether and just walk out. Now who will live with the person who is, who is scheming or plotting to kill them? There is no way you can live with that person. But Krishna does. <laughs> That's why Prabhupada says it is natural. All the relationships in the material world are unnatural. Now it sounds very heavy and harsh, but that's the reality. And, and why it is unnatural? Because after every 60, 70, 80 years of set life, if you get a human form, you shift from these relations and get a new one. And if you're into a species which is only for a day or, or a week or a month, then it changes even faster. But the fact is, this is unnatural. And that's why even if there is a conflict, they can't behave how the super soul behaves. But the spiritual master does behave like that. Because that's a material, not a material relation, it's a spiritual relation. Even if disciples don't listen to the spiritual master, even if disciples are, are practically going against the will or desire of spiritual master and not trying to, not working according to the, to the instructions, still, Super, spiritual master who is following the same mood of Supreme Lord tolerates and, and tries to revive. Of course, if someone physically wants to kill a spiritual master, it, he, may, he may not act like the super soul. But uh, there's a pastime in which Srila Prabhupada was asked by his disciples, Prabhupada, these devotees are really going against your will. You know, uh, Now will you leave them? Will you give them up? And Prabhupada says, how can I give them up? Lord Nityananda's mercy is unlimited. And because he is the representative of Lord Nityananda, he said, how can I give them up? Hmm? I will not give them up. But that mood is coming from the Supreme Lord's mood. But if you see that mood in complete action, especially with the super soul, it does not matter one chooses to enter due to one's activity and desires as a stool worm or as an insect, or, or the most filthiest of worms. The Supreme Lord accompanies because it's a natural relationship. Srila Prabhupada has stressed on that word natural so many times in that lecture. It is a natural relationship and it cannot be separated due to any of our misbehavior or action. And that's why many times we say this point to new people also and within amongst devotees also, that we as living entities have no potency to commit such a crime that Krishna decides that from now on I have no relationship with you. Means we are not we are not powerful enough enough powerful enough even to commit a crime where the Supreme Lord, the Super Soul says from now on you are not mine. We just can't do it. <laughs> we, are, we are so tiny. 
Even these great demons like Hiranyakashipu, Hiranyaksh also could not do it. Why? Because it's natural. It is amazing word, you know, this natural word. It's amazing how this relationship is, is unbroken for eternity. And then Prabhupada in his purport, in his lecture, he says, why it's so? Because even in this purport, Prabhupada says, Sarva yoni shukantaya murtaya sambhavantaya tasam brahma mahadyonir aham bija pradapita Because I am the seed-giving father. Now, how do you change that relationship? You are existing because you are my part and parcel. I make your existence possible. Now, what can you do to undo this relationship? It's not possible. And that's why the Supreme Lord waits lifetime after lifetime after lifetime that we will turn towards Him. Our mantra to gain perfection is Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. But there is this mantra Supreme Lord also chants. Hmm. Please turn back. Please turn back. Palat. Palat. Please turn back. Please turn back. Hmm. So, uh, Prabhupada brings back in the purport also, Prabhupada brings back in the purport the potency or the strength of sadhana bhakti. How powerful is sadhana bhakti, where sadhana bhakti can can revive this lost relationship. Hmm. And, and we see that very famous verse, I was just searching for this famous verse, but then I was going through this section um, in Chaitanya Charitamrita in Madhya Leela, where Lord Chaitanya is instructing Sanatan Goswami. Uh, his you know, Sanatan Shiksha starts from chapter 20 of Madhya, but this is in 22, where uh, Lord Chaitanya, that very famous verse is there, Nitya Siddha Krishna Prem Sadhika Bunaya, Shravanadi Shuddha Chitta Karayodaya. This relationship we have with the Supreme Lord is eternal. Hmm? Just by hearing and chanting, you revive it. But just prior to these verses, uh, Lord Chaitanya makes some very interesting points on the, on the potency or the Shakti of Sadhana Bhakti. I'll just go through these verses, they were in, very important. This is 104th verse of Madhya 22. Ebe sadhana bhakti lakshana suno sanatan yaha haite pai krishna prema mahadhan. He says, my dear sanatan, please now hear about the regulative principles for the execution of devotional service. By this process, one can attain the highest perfection of love of God, which is the most desirable treasure. There are some devotees, you know, who, who when they see on internet, Oh, someone is in deep meditation chanting Radhe Radhe and they are so uh, naturally attracted to the Supreme Lord. They also try to imitate, they also want to be like them. And it, bec and, and it, and it, it puts them in a, in a situation where they say, Why rules and regulations? Why so much restriction? Why this sadhana bhakti? Why this, why that? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is actually, just hear his words, he's saying, by this process of regulative principles, one can attain the highest perfection of love of God, which is the most desirable treasure. Many, this, is, this has happened so many times that we as sadhakas, who try to imitate as Raga Bhakta, or as devotees who are very naturally attracted to the Supreme Lord, we undermine Lord Chaitanya's instruction only, giving, the, giving so much importance on sadhana bhakti. Next verse he says, Kriti sadhya bhavet sadhya bhavasa sadhana abhida nitya siddhasya bhavasya prakritya mridhi sadhyata. 
this verse even Rupa Goswami quotes in Bhaktira Samaj Sindhu. He says, when transcendental devotional service by which love for Krishna is attained and it is executed by the senses, it is called sadhana bhakti or the regulative discharge of devotional service. Such devotion eternally exists within the heart of every living entity. The awakening of this eternal devotion is the potentiality of devotional service in practice. The awakening of this devotion, which is love for Krishna, it is the potentiality of sadhana bhakti. Sadhana bhakti leads to this prema bhakti. Hmm? Uh, I was told when I was in Vrindavan that, uh, oh, in Iskon, oh, you, just, you do sadhana bhakti, it will only take you to Vaikuntha. I was told by another, some Brajavasi, some Babaji. He was trying to undermine Prabhupada's teachings and his position. But Lord Chaitanya himself is saying, uh, it's not it's not just Srila Prabhupada speaking. Lord Chaitanya himself is saying, do not undermine the potency of sadhana bhakti. It has the potential to bring one to the platform of prema bhakti. That's why Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj was very heavy, he was very strong when people were attracted to this Bhavaji style of worship, which is basically we being wherever we are trying to artificially imitate Ragamarga or natural devotion to Krishna. <clears throat> the problem with that is Bhakti Siddhanta Maharaj pointed out, especially he was folk pointing out to Siddha Pranali and those 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 uh, practices. He said, because it is not natural, it is artificial, you will weaken your, your spiritual growth because you are artificially trying to impose something on you. But you haven't even conquered the attractions your mind and your senses have for sense objects. And that's why it must be done through senses first. Then it reaches to the mind and then it goes further. But it must be done through engagement of senses. Prabhupada was such a genius, you know. Prabhupada did not translate bhakti as devotion. Prabhupada said in one place that if you love someone, what do you do? You do something practical for that person. So you do devotional service. So he never even once translated bhakti as devotion. He translated bhakti as devotional service. You physically, practically do something for your beloved. You can't say, my dear, I love you. Okay, can you bring me a glass of water? No, my dear, I love you. <laughs> he gives this example. And then at the end you go and bring hot milk, but your my dear is asking you for water to drink because he's thirsty or she is thirsty. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu further continues. Next verse. Shravanadi kriyatare swarupa lakshan tatashta lakshane upajaya premadhan The spiritual activities of hearing chanting and remembering and so forth are the natural characteristics of devotional service. The marginal characteristic is that it awakens pure love for Krishna. Mm? So very, very powerful hearing and chanting. Actually, if you see for all of us, most of our inspiration in our lives comes when we hear advanced devotees. Most of our inspiration is through Shravan. Hardly there are devotees whose inspiration is when they sit and chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> because it's all of us, or practically most of us, for us chanting, just our japa, if it is given an opportunity or, or, or a chance to us that you don't have to do japa to, be, to go back to Krishna, most of us will stop <laughs> because we don't have attraction for it. Huh? 
because it is said by devotees, because Srila Prabhupada has said, because we have taken vows from spiritual master, we do it. But most of our inspiration comes from hearing. Uh, especially when we hear Srila Prabhupada, his disciples, we realize devotees, very senior Vaishnavas, that inspires us to even sit and chant in one place. We had retreats with His Grace Burijan Prabhu. You know, after that, you are okay, you want to try at least the battery may last for <laughs> for few few weeks or so, then you want to okay do good chanting because you have heard so many times him talking about good chanting. But then when it it'll of course the battery has its life, so so we have to hear again, get inspired again. But the fact is our inspiration begins from hearing, uh, then we do some kirtan and then some smaran, some remembrance of Krishna may happen. And as soon as that happens, as soon as we reach to the stage of remembering Krishna naturally in our day-to-day life, we try to see Krishna in our day-to-day life, we see amazing transformation, we see amazing progress in our personal spiritual growth. But Shravan cannot be neglected, very, very important. Then this verse comes after telling all this Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, then he says, Nitya Siddha Krishna Prem Sadhya Kabunai Shravanadi Shuddha Chitta Karayudai because pure love of Krishna is eternally established in everyone's heart, in all the living entities. It is not something to be gained from another source. When the heart is purified by hearing and chanting, this love naturally awakens. When the heart is purified by hearing and chanting, then only naturally it will come. There is, the, It cannot be artificially imposed. It just cannot be done. Many devotees went to Srila Prabhupada and said, Prabhupada, when we chant, should we think this, should we think that? Prabhupada said, no, just hear. Just hear the holy name. Let it naturally happen. Let it happen the way it is, it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So, now, what it does, what hearing, chanting, remembering Krishna, what it does, uh, Krishna makes an interesting promise in Bhagavad Gita. That if someone, by the process of hearing and chanting, comes to the stage of becoming a devotee of Krishna, then the result one gets, it's an amazing promise Krishna gives. We all know that two, there are two shlokas in Bhagavad Gita which are same, pretty much. Right? This is the only verse which is repeated twice. You know that verse? Anyone knows? In Bhagavad Gita, which is that verse? Correct. Man mana bhava mad bhakto, madhyaji maam namaskuru, this is at the end. Hmm? Anyone knows the last two lines of the verse which is quoted at the end of 9th chapter? Man mana bhava mad bhakto madhyaji maam namaskuru is same. Maam evasasi yuktvayvam. Then? Atmanam mat parayana. Right? In the first verse, Krishna says, surely you will come to me. And he says, if you become my devotee, always think of me, become my devotee, offer your homages to me, uh, worship me. In 9.34, when Krishna quoted this verse, Krishna says, surely you will come to me. A Vaisasi, you will come to me. Hmm? But in the second time when he's quoting the verse, Krishna says, Pratijani, I promise you will come to me. <laughs> this is the serious, amazing assurance Krishna gives. First time he didn't give this assurance. He just quoted the verse and he said, you will come to me. If you, manmana, if you think of me, madhyaji, if you become my devotee, you worship me, maam namaskuru, you offer your homages to me, 
Krishna says, I promise you, you will come to me priyosime because you're very dear friend now. Mm-hmm. So, while reading these two verses, I just think, I don't know, maybe some acharyas might have commented, if Prabhu knows, you can tell why Krishna didn't promise first place and second, second time when he's quoting this verse, he's actually promising, I promise you will come to me. <laughs> so, uh, this is, that is why, like Prahlad Maharaj is saying in this verse, it's very easy to please Krishna. It is very easy to please the Supreme Lord, especially in comparison to pleasing people of this world. Mm. Pleasing people of this world. I went to see one devotee. Uh, his parents had come from India. <clears throat> uh, parents were here from India and then his mother was there, his father was in the room. Now father has worked whole life. Mother was housewife. Father has worked whole life. He has, they have two sons. They've educated them. They have, both the sons are in Australia studying and making money. But of course, mother was not very happy with how their how father has treated her and how in-laws have treated her. So now it was her time to give back and she was giving back. But now this is me, third person coming from outside, doesn't know anything about them. For one hour straight, she went on chastising, not chastising, complaining about her husband. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. She just went on and on and and the, (laughs) the, the poor father was sitting right opposite to me like this. And the mother went on and on and on and on. Everything she could remember, she said. What he did, what his family did to her. Now this person has maintained, has done so much to maintain the family. It's not that he was, he was all the time brutal. Uh, and it was not even a domestic violence case. It was just all the relationship uh, misunderstandings and what all she went through. And it may be, <clears throat> it may be that whatever she was saying is true. But me, third person coming, the only thing she wanted to tell was what all he has not done. Uh, now, and it was, it was so insulting for the for the father to just sit there and hear. Uh, and and while while preparing for this class, she, that scene was constantly coming in my head <laughs> that you can't please. It's very difficult to please materially. Uh, so much he must have already done, educated the kids, must have provided. You know, she was not, must not, she not be, she'll not be starving. You know, whatever situation may be, goods and bads are there. But no, her focus was the bads, whatever happened to her. So I just couldn't get that scene out of my mind while preparing for this purpose. So I thought I'll just share it out. Uh, But there is a there is a amazing story. You know when we when we talk about how devotional service is so simple, when Prahlad Maharaj is saying it is very easy to be connected to the Supreme Lord, and and as devotees we also hear, oh we'll go back home back to Godhead. We want to go to Golok Vrindavan. We want to be with Radha and Krishna. If you in this whole saying that we want to go back to Golok Vrindavan, go back back to Godhead. How? By just chanting 16 rounds and following four regular principles. As I said before, if you tell a very strange, hardcore religionist, even some Vaishnavas, they, they, do, they do say that, oh, it's gone, the process is overly simplified. Uh, it's very easy. 
That's by mercy of Srila Prabhupada, but Lord Chaitanya also. If you take Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu out of this equation, and then we speak, oh, I want to go back home, back to God, to Golok Vrindavan, you know, our statement will have no meaning to it, because we will not be able to go. Huh? If it is not for Lord Chaitanya and the Guru, Guru uh, Shishya Parampara, the disciplic succession which is following in the line of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this verse will be as alien to us as to any other person. We will not be able to realize how very easily we can go back home, back to God. And this, <clears throat> this blessing of Lord Chaitanya, Srila Prabhupada ends the purport with that, of Naam Sankirtan which Srila Prabhupada, uh, which Lord Chaitanya has given, has made us, made it very easy and very possible for us to go back home, back to God, to be with Krishna. And who, how, what it means to be with Krishna? That person who comes once in a day of Lord Brahma. Now, it, as soon as you hear Krishna comes once in a day of Lord Brahma, it sounds just so easy, normal. But when you put the dates to it, the years to it, you know, that it, it is, means 4.3 million into 1000. I think it's 4.3 trillion, yeah, billion, billion. 4.3 billion years, in that Krishna comes once for 125 odd years and then we are 5000 years later after that we are here trying to hear about Krishna and Lord Chaitanya and then we go back to who? Who came once in 4.3 billion years, then it makes little bit more serious, you know, <laughs> then, it, then, it, then, then it sounds more, more uh, 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 when, we, when we feel more fortunate, then we start to understand oh, what Lord Chaitanya is here to give, what, what a bona fide spiritual master can give, what a bona fide spiritual master can do to awaken one's lost relationship with the Supreme Lord. I'll end up with this very amazing story. <clears throat> it is in our line only, in Brahma Mother Gaudiya Sampradaya. Um, there was, this is in the times of the disciples of Madhvacharya. Uh, so there was a prince, uh, his name was, uh, what's his name, very peculiar name, huh, Dondo Pantraya, he was known as Dondo Pant. This, this prince, this teenager, 14-15 years maybe, this teenager was riding his horse with all his military support along with him. And then while riding a horse, they were tired, they just normally, you know, this, they went near a river to drink water. So usually what you do, you, you get off the horse, you go and take, collect some water or your servants will come and collect water for you. And the horse also goes to drink water. But this boy had a very peculiar habit. He would not just get off the horse and drink water or someone will bring for him. He will enter the river sitting on the horse, neck deep. And then he would drink water directly flowing from the river like, like that. He would enter the water like that. And this Dhondopat. So, while he did that, on the other side of the river, uh, on the other side of the river, river Akshobhya Tirtha was there, who is the, one of the last disciples of Madhvacharya. Uh, and he saw this very, very weird habit of this person, like you enter <laughs> neck deep in the river and then you're trying to drink water. You're sitting on the horse. Uh, and then he called out from the opposite side, that, hey, don't you think you're acting like a bull? Uh, bullocks, they enter the water and they drink water like this. And as soon as he said that, 
something started to happen in this dhondo dhondo pan's mind all the past life memories started to hit him and suddenly he started shivering and he started thinking what am i doing what is happening and he came to a mem- he, he, he memory struck him that in my last life i was actually a bullock i was a bull and i was one of the bulls who was assisting madhvacharya this great madhvacharya from which we have got this line name of a line brahma madhva gaudiya sampradaya brahma comes from lord brahma madhva comes from madhvacharya and gaudiya comes from because lord chaitanya appeared in gaudadesh in bengal so he started remembering that i was a bull who was assisting or serving madhvacharya and i was serving madhvacharya and in my service to madhvacharya i was carrying all his books as a as a moving library so he was he was the part of moving library of madhvacharya so madhvacharya would debate with people defeat mayavadis in many places he would go and if he needs scriptures he's moving libraries with him and he would pick up a scripture and he would quote this is where it is written and this bull was very famous because whenever madhvacharya would give a talk he would not just do his bull activity he would just be very alert and his ears would also open to hear and madhvacharya noted it few times and he even commented when he saw his own disciples falling off in classes uh, and he said bull is better than you few times he said this bull is better than you he hears so attentively he hears so attentively so then some of his young brahman disciples they thought this bull gets more recognition than us so we curse this bull that a snake will come and bite so madhvacharya heard this that they have cursed this bull and madhvacharya gave his blessings that nothing will happen to the bull uh, it's my blessing so in front of the disciple a snake came and bit this bull and the snake died so everyone understood this is not ordinary this is a great bull so they started respecting him and then this bull naturally died after being old and he was born as this dondopant this prince and when as soon as he came in contact with the same akshobhatri tirtha who was disciple of madhvacharya he just completely revived his consciousness and he started going towards him and he said you are my guru i am not going back home please accept me as your disciple and that's about it so all his prince who were with him not prince his ministers and his servants were there they said please come you are a prince uh, you got married he was already married before and it said that he was married to one of the most beautiful princess there in his area so he didn't go back so when they went and told his father this is what has happened your son is just now with akshobhatri tirtha the father came with his full entourage and it was a scene and father came and was very upset that my young prince is just gone married wife is at home he is here he wants to be a sadhu this we have seen a lot <laughs> happening <laughs> uh, when uh, kids they when when the boys they join brahmachari ashram parents can go to whatever level to somehow reclaim them back sometimes they get successful sometimes they not i saw in a temple mother came right in front of the temple in the whole courtyard thor 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 chal come home uh, why you became a brahmachari <laughs> like that also i've seen <laughs> so uh, so akshobhatrita his guru said that um, please go back don't create a scene 
So he sent him back. But his father saw that now this person, that boy is not the same. He's always in trance. He's not normal anymore. So he encouraged his wife to go and allure him. So now wife went into the room to allure him to, to basically bring him back to his previous mindset. And when she entered, she saw Sheshanag coming out of his body with full fangs sitting on the bed. <laughs> so this woman, she was a religious lady. She immediately paid obeisances, but she got so scared, she ran out. And the father was waiting outside the room to see what will happen. Uh, my son will become normal or not. And when she ran out and she fainted, the father just looked inside the room and he saw the snake back transforming into this boy. And he understood that he is not an ordinary person. This is not normal. So they let him go to his guru, Akshobhya So in the age of 20, this boy took sannyas and he was the famous Jayatirtha, the next generation Acharya of our line. Uh, uh, but just by hearing this one statement from his guru, uh, you were drinking like a bull. What a transformation, what change it happened uh, in this personality. Uh, and that's the potency of hearing from bona fide representatives of the Supreme Lord. That it can bring a change in the heart and the consciousness where it can revive our lost relationship with the Supreme Lord. And that's why Shravan is super, super important. Srila Prabhupada in his lecture to this verse has stressed Shravan like so much. Uh, not any other thing but just Shravan. Hear. Hear about the Supreme Lord. Hear from the right source. Hear, hear and hear. Hare Krishna. Thank you. I'll just finish here. If anyone has any questions or comments or any correction, Prabhu. Anything you want to add or say? I was just appreciating yeah, I was appreciating how well you spoke, especially you highlighted Atmatvat Sarva Bhutanam. It's a key point in the verse and how the Lord is close and how much we can actually... He's so close that he, you, you know, as he mentions, how nicely we can actually serve Him. And mm -hmm. He Himself doesn't take any offense, no matter how bad we are also. So I, I like that point and... You touched on, on all the points very nicely. I appreciate that. Thank you Hare very Krishna. much. Yeah. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Please bless that we can apply also. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Thank you for the nice class. Um, you mentioned how it's very easy for us to please Krishna. Uh, and even Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, if you just offer me a leaf or flower or whatever devotion, he'll accept it. Um, but how do we avoid this kind of, if we understand this, how do we avoid the mentality to just kind of choosing the easy route of devotional service, of just simple kind of tasks to please Krishna, rather than putting strenuous effort into something like big project to please Krishna or Guru. How do we... Um uh, I'll quote you a conversation His Holiness Jayapataka Maharaj had with Srila Prabhupada. So His Holiness Jayapataka Maharaj told Srila Prabhupada because Jayapataka Maharaj was serving in India that time. And uh, he told Prabhupada, and he liked it very much to be in India, to be in Bengal region. He was learning Bengali and he was doing great service there. So he told Srila Prabhupada that, Prabhupada, many times I feel that many of your disciples, even if they don't like doing certain service because you have asked them to do, they are doing and they are so amazing, they are so great. But I feel guilty sometimes that I am doing that service which I like, but they are doing that service which they don't like and still they are doing it so nicely. 
Prabhupada said, that's not the criteria. Your criteria is, you do what your Guru says. You like or you don't like. <laughs> huh? so, so, for us to progress, uh, we don't have to break mountains if Guru doesn't ask us to do, or if our authorities are not asking us to do. But if they ask us to break mountains, one should try. That's the point. That uh, our greatness depends on uh, how we receive the message and try to apply it. That's what I understand. Is it, you want to say something? I, I don't think so. We are, we are here to compare our achievements with the previous acharyas or anything like that. The, the whole idea is to be dasa nudasa. That's all. Just serve and uh, please the spiritual masters, spiritual authorities, and uh, you'll go back to God. It's simply on that basis. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. You don't have to float, you know? Yeah. Anything else? Yes, Sivi. Thank you for the wonderful class. Prabhupada, you mentioned that it is very easy to please Lord Krishna. But I've heard in lectures that, uh, um, in lectures they say that it's, as devotees, it is very difficult for us to even serve Krishna or even try to please Him. We have to go through the devotees and through Srimati Radharani. Mm. And when, he's, when, you say, when He is so easy to please, then why does He give so many like uh, rules of regulations? Like in Bhagavad Gita, He says, Sarva Dharman Parityaja. Leave all the religion and surrender unto me. So, um, actually speaking, it's very easy. Even what you're saying, is that's a very easy way to, to get something which is so beyond. For many devotees, when we say them, okay, you just chant Hare Krishna, Prabhu, keep chanting, and after five years they say, I'm chanting for so long, nothing is happening, nothing is happening. After 15 years I'm chanting, still nothing is happening. There's a lot happening, it's not nothing is happening. but. We forget that for millions and millions of lifetimes, there are verses which says that the, if you calculate the number of bodies you have taken, you may even cross the length and length or the height of Himalayas. You know, how many lives we have already taken in this, in this material world. The amount of impressions of we being the Lord and Master, the center of the universe, is so thick and so heavy that some some restrictions or regulations which Krishna or Lord Chaitanya is suggesting here that take guidance and association of bonafide spiritual master, hear the message coming from the Guru Shishya Parampara, put yourself in the in a discipline of regular hearing and chanting. But what is the result? Millions of lifetimes of impression is just nullified. And if in one life we can do or if in two, three, four lives also we can do, where is the comparison of innumerable life of material sanskara, impressions or sinful activities being nullified in just two, three, four lifetimes? Or even if one lifetime, if one does it seriously? Uh, because we don't understand what damage we have done. <laughs> we don't understand how easy actually it is to perfect. Uh, we ha now we have become uh, we are we are we are that generation who is who has seen supermarkets. You go to one shop, you buy everything so easily, and now we are even a generation after that. You sit home and you click a button and things should come to you. <laughs> but there were times where pe people would have to just walk 
half a kilometer to get water. So when material things have become very easy for us, uh, that actually do not do not try to bring even the spiritual process in that same mindset. This should also be very, very easy, very, very quick. No, um, it's already been made very easy for Kali Yuga people. You know, in a classroom, if it's a classroom of all the, all the students who are least bothered about studying, and they're, 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 these, are the, these are the group of students who, are, who, who will fail, for sure, given any exam. So the teacher, what it does, the teacher brings the question paper on a very lower rung. They make the question paper very, very easy so that everyone can pass in the class. So the Supreme Lord for Kali Yuga students of us who are super nalayak, uh, the Supreme Lord has brought the question paper so easy that you just chant Hare Krishna. You just hear about me from the right source. Just follow these basic rules and regulations and you will get what? Which same student of another class has to get by giving very hard exam. Why? Because we are Kali Yuga people. Uh, the Lord has already made it very easy. That's why I'm saying if people, when people they hear about, even especially coming from Indian background, when they hear about, just by hearing her about Krishna and chanting Hare Krishna, you go back to God, they just don't believe it. They just don't believe it because they have experiences of people who are doing so much hardship. So much hardship. Just go to a Kumbh Mela, your question will be answered. Hmm? In that Kumbh Mela where all the saintly people of all the different institutions are there, we, there are people who are standing on one leg for nine years. For what? For liberation. In peak of winter, they enter, submerge themselves in cold water right till here, just so that they can conquer their mind and senses. And Sharira Vidyaja Jadendriya Tayakal. We chant prayer before eating Mahaprasad that this will give the same result <laughs> by eating Prasad. How easy is that? How simple is that? Hmm? Problem is when we enter a dark tunnel to reach to the next end and you keep walking, keep walking, keep walking and you don't see a light, the mind tends to tell us that I'm not going anywhere. But actually if you turn the lights on in the tunnel, you see, oh my God, I have come kilometers away already, close to my destination. Hmm? But because we cannot see in totality what's happening, we just, we just actually feel, is this working? It's too much of endeavor. Hmm? So please keep in mind, the result is too great to even fathom, but the, the price is too low that it can be easily neglected. Prabhupada says the bhakti process is so simple, so simple, so simple that you will miss it out. Hmm? Because people want something complicated. To engage them, Prabhupada did, okay, you do research, Bhaktivedanta Research Center, you do, you, you, but even though a person is a researcher in Bhaktivedanta Institute, his success is going to come by ch chanting Hare Krishna only. It's a very simple process. But to engage everyone's mind, their focuses, their habits, their nature, then Prabhupada is accommodated. But it's actually very simple. It's simple for simple, it's complicated for complicated. But we should keep it simple. And we should always thank Krishna in gratitude that I am not qualified at all. 
बट यू हैव मेड इट सो सिंपल फॉर मी सो इजी हाउ मेनी पीपल हैव दिस एक्सेस व्हाट वी हैव आई नो इट्स अ लॉन्ग आंसर बट वट एवर केम टू ओके हरे कृष्णा ग्रंथ राशि में भागवतम की जय शील प्रभुपाद की जय